Hey, this is Julie. And this is Mel. And we are a little buzzed. Yes, <laughs> we are. <laughs> All right, we're up and running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we are. We certainly are. <laughs> Was that a White Claw you were opening over there? Oh my God, please give me some credit. I don't drink White Claw. Isn't that what, isn't that what all the millennials drink? Yeah, <laughs> is it, it is, but I don't drink that. <laughs> okay, well, I guess you're an exception. Yes, I like to enjoy my drinks. What are you drinking today? I'm I'm still on these highball cider cocktails. <laughs> oh, nice. I have not left them yet. Oh, and they're oh, certified organic. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, gluten-free. Organic. Non-GMO. Deliciously crafted. All the things. All, all, all the, good, the things. good things. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not an exception. You are an exception to the White Claw Millennial Rule. Yes. I I literally <laughs> will not drink I guess this. Remember when... I guess it's not a rule. It's a... Uh, it's a cultural thing like a preference a cultural preference yeah cultural preference remember when we tried drinking them they were horrible they were so gross they were really bad (laughs) i mean no no judgment if you like them yeah some people do i mean good for them good for them yeah well wouldn't wouldn't a isn't a white claw just like a flavored soda water with a little bit of vodka it uh yeah it's like malted grain liquor which it's basically oh. vodka yeah oh see you know all of it you know the the ins and outs of it yeah i do <laughs> well I, i've been curious so i've looked at the ingredients oh i see yeah. well i suppose you're not an exception to the topic that we're going to be talking about today uh no i i am not <laughs> in fact i think you're the one who instigated this topic i, I don't know I don't about. know if I instigated it or if you asked me about it one time. Oh, I, I did. But yes. And we got we almost got into a fight about it. Yeah, we did. Because you said I was ridiculous and I was offended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did say those things. You're right. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's important to have people with different opinions than you so you can learn and grow and think. And I still don't think I'm ridiculous, but it's fine. <laughs> Well, I am I am curious. So we've talked about this a little bit, um, which is why we wanted to bring it on the pod. But why do millennials hate talking on the phone? Yes, that's what we're buzzing about today is the question. Uh, because I, after I've been thinking about it, I'm not sure if it's just millennials. I think it's I wonder if it's just personality preference, not a cultural preference, but a personality preference. I that That's interesting because um. I've been actually doing a lot of research to make sure I'm not just talking about my own personal feelings. And cause like a lot of. Uh, so I'm a little buzz and I think I accidentally hit stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, so continue what you were saying. I don't remember you were talking about, you've been doing research whether it was just you or so you weren't just sharing your opinions, mm-hmm. which I'm hearing your opinions, but go on, continue. Well, I just, 
then I started to think that maybe it's because of the way like communication, like the different mediums we have to communicate have changed. Um, and so that's where it's not just millennials, but like to your point, like some people will just naturally thrive better, like with a phone call, let's say, whereas some of us prefer like, you know, a text message. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think texting is good for like short things, you know, logistics. Hey, I, let's meet here five o'clock, you know? Um, but if you're, if you're, if you're texting for me personally, and, and I've, this is what I've heard from other Gen Xers, um, is that it's just like, it's, we would much rather talk on the phone if it's like, if it's a matter of connecting and catching up with somebody, you know, it's more Mm -hmm. personable, personal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with that if I'm like trying to catch up with someone, but what if you're just telling them a quick thing? Yeah, a quick thing, sure. Send them a text. Like you don't but, appreciate when I text you 47 text bubbles? <laughs> I don't. In a row? No, you love it. I know you love it. <laughs> uh, quick things, yeah, I think texting is fine. But even if it's just like a, hi, I was thinking about you, it'd be nice to hear your voice to say that. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> okay, this is literally all of my research and the more I thought about it, it all came down to this one thing. What is it? Time. Like what if I'm not available and then you call me and then I try to call you back when you are available and you're not available. And then it's just this big phone tag. But if I send you a text message, you're going to be able to see it and respond to it on your time. Yeah. I feel like a phone call is the same way. If you, if I don't answer, but we both smell. Oh God. And then I'll call you I'll call you back and I will respond to you in my time. First of all, same, for the record. Wait a same second. Difference. It is not the same difference because it we is. both have to be available at the same time. To talk or, on the phone? Yeah. Yeah, just like you have to be available at the same time in order to have a text message conversation. Oh no, 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 you do not. <laughs> you text, <laughs> I text, we text, we text back and forth. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Also, for the record, literally, if you love me, do not ever leave me a voicemail. (laughs) (laughs) If you love me, please always leave a voicemail. Uh, Okay, well, you've requested it and I'll give you what you asked for. But I think this is where we we differ. So is it is it that you don't like to talk on the phone? Or is it just because you don't have time to talk on the phone? I like For example, with my best friend, Casey, like I prefer talking to her on the phone. So if I'm free, I'll try to call her. And if she's available, then we'll talk on the phone. If she doesn't answer, I'll just send her like 57 text messages. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, But because like to your point, I do like hearing people's voices. Like it's, you know, you would say something on the phone that you maybe wouldn't send a text message. Like it's not worth a text message, but like you can just jibber jabber on the phone, you know? Mm-hmm. But for me, it really does come down to time, especially like now, cause I'm a couple hours ahead, which seems like it shouldn't make that big of a difference, but it's like, you know, when I'm just getting off of work, you're still at work or like yeah. when I you're see off how that of would make work, a difference. now I'm at dinner, you know? So it's just yeah. kind of like, it can be inconvenient in that regard. Sure. 
Um, but also I think like, and, and I read this in a bunch of responses. I, I don't know if it's because like, so for your generation, when you guys were like teenagers, which is your primary, like learning how to connect time or whatever, you had to call on the phone because that was your only option. But right. like when I was a teenager, at that point you had like AIM, like AOL Instant Messenger. You had texting. Like I got texting when I was in the seventh grade. That's insane. So I don't know if it's because <laughs> like- It really is. That's mind blowing to me. Yeah. But like, I didn't, I wasn't learning. I wasn't like learning to feel comfortable talking on the phone during those primary like formative yeah. years the way you were, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I think that makes sense. It is. I, I would just prefer it. I just prefer it. It's funny too. Like, Cause I, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say even, even like communication with people at work, you know, people will send me a Slack message and I'm like, or they'll send an email and I'm like, I, I sit right next to you. You can ask me. Let's just talk through this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I will say like, as I've gotten older, my preference has changed a little bit more, like especially at work where like before I definitely always preferred just sending an email, but now I'm like, it's going to be so much easier if I just get up and go talk to that person. Right. Um, and they're going to respond better because like we're connecting face to face, you know? Right. Or even right. like give them a call and explain it, but mm-hmm. um, so I I would say I've gotten a lot better about it, but I don't know. It's just like God. Sometimes it's so easy just email, send a text message. I've I've never worked anywhere with Slack, so I don't know what that's like. But well, it's just like instant message. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Do you guys have instant message at your work? Yeah, we Skype message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same same deal. Mostly, I, I Skype things I don't want people to hear me say out loud oh god that's bad i'm kidding that's strike that from the record (laughs) but i would say that's only five percent of my skype messages yeah well i do i do think it is interesting it has to be i think that that generational impact in the way technology again maybe we should do another episode on this on how technology has impacted the generations but mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, to your point, we we didn't grow up. We had to either go to the person's house and knock on their door to see if they were home because we didn't know if they were home and to see if they could hang out and, and you know go to the mall or something. Or you had to pick up the phone and you had call them and say, mm-hmm. hey, or you would make plans while you were at school to, for the weekend, you know, and then you would call somebody to say, hey, y'all, I'll be there in five minutes or whatever. Right. So it, w- it was it was very natural for us to be able to have that face to face and phone to phone connection. Whereas for you, it was very unnatural because of just how technology changed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder too, like, because when we were first talking about this and when we got into our little thing, I was, (laughs) I was saying sometimes a phone call feels like violating to me. Like it feels like it's violating my boundaries or something. And I was thinking more about like, why do I feel that way? You know? And Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's because like, like before we had, you know, technology, like social media or text messaging or whatever, like instant access to another human being the way we have it now. It's like you, if you didn't make an effort to connect, then you weren't going to be connected with people. Right. Whereas now it's like, 
literally whether you want to be connected or not, you you are like people have consistent access to you. Yeah. And I, I think that's where like, because I, I was like, I don't actually feel violated by a phone call. But <laughs> it, it makes me think of like, okay, when you were a kid and your neighbor, like maybe you liked your neighbor or whatever, but they would come knock on the door unexpectedly and you would all pretend to not be home because you'd be like, oh, I don't have time for this, you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to think. I'm sure we did that. Sure. To me, that's sometimes what an unsolicited phone call feels like. Where it's like, I like you and I enjoy you, but uh, I'm doing other things. So I'm going to keep the lights off and pretend I'm not home. Yeah. And that's fair. But that's the thing is that you don't have to answer the phone. That's why I just, I don't, I don't agree. Like, well, I don't know that you're saying this now, but you were that it was a violation. I and well, you can always block callers too. <laughs> no. Well, I feel like uh, okay, like, like obviously somebody you don't know at all. Like let's say a spam caller or whatever. Certainly, certainly, certainly. But like somebody you don't know that well who's calling you, I feel like they do expect you to answer the phone when they call. Really? Why? Can you give well, me an example? Okay. Well, can I ask you a question? Yeah. When you call someone on the phone, do you expect them to not answer? Uh, Most of the time, yes. You expect that they're not going to answer your phone call? Yeah. Well, then why do you call them if you know they're not going to pick up? Because I want I want them to know that I'm making an effort relationally to connect with them and say hi and tell them that I'm thinking about them. Mm, interesting. Okay, well, I don't know. I just assume people are calling me uh, ho- hoping that I'm gonna pick up the phone. <laughs> I think my my parents usually pick up the phone when I call them. Uh, but most other people that I call, sometimes they'll pick up, sometimes they won't, and that's okay. Hmm. I know that if I leave a message, they will either call me back or they won't, <laughs> and that's okay. Okay, okay. Um, interesting. Uh, okay, so I another thing. So I so I was doing some research, and I guess they did a poll, like a really extensive study about why don't millennials like talking on the phone. Oh, really? Seventy five percent of people polled of millennials polled said because of the time issue. Okay. Uh, 64%, I thought this one was funny, uh, said a whiny, needy person. <laughs> said that's why they don't want to talk on the phone is because there's a whiny, needy person on the other end. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't totally understand that one, but, um, it doesn't matter. 49% said they think they assume when people are calling instead of texting, it's because they want a favor. Interesting. Which makes sense because if you, if you feel like you're going to ask something that's going to extend a person, I feel like you would feel more comfortable calling them, calling them, letting them hear your voice, hearing their voice versus just texting. I don't know. Sure. Um, then th- this was the one that was most interesting to me. Well, actually, the other one below is pretty funny, too, but... um. of people don't like phone calls because they feel like it's easier for people to confront you on a phone call versus over text message, which I don't, Hmm. I don't think I agree with that. They say confrontation is easier via the phone versus a text. Like someone is more likely to confront you over the phone versus over text. But I feel like it's easier to do it over text than to like talk to someone and hear them respond. I don't know. 
What do you think? I mean, if if I'm going to confront somebody and the only option was to phone call or text, then I would call. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I I wouldn't be afraid of somebody calling me thinking that they're calling to confront me. Mm-hmm. And I and I also think texting confrontation is hard. Although it can be done, I still think it's difficult because you can't hear voice inflection, tone, all that stuff. Yeah. You know. For for sure. Yeah. I guess now I understand that response because you're right. Like if you need to confront someone, you'd be more likely to call them. Yeah. So maybe that's what they're afraid of. They think the phone call is a sign they're about to (laughs) confronted. Their ass is grass. (laughs) Your ass is grass and I'm going to mow it. (laughs) That's a mug at my office place. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, I think it's hilarious. I'm like, That's who funny. brought this? I love it. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, the other most popular reason is because millennials are afraid of people hearing their phone call. That one I think is hilarious. Interesting. Huh. Just out and about. Yeah. Out and about. Out and about. Huh. Okay. I guess I I guess that it depends on the con kind of conversation you're having. Yeah, yeah, like if you're having- over the phone, I would I would be concerned that people would would be listening for sure. Well, like what kind of co- <laughs> what kind of conversations are you having? Well, I don't know. Like if you're having a work conversation about sensitive topics, yeah, yeah, because you work you in know? HR, yeah, or even just work conversations in general. I I think, uh, or if you're having a confrontation at Starbucks, you're on the phone with your significant other and you're confronting them while you're at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know I would how be Starbucks became that. a part of this, but yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that I would be concerned about people here overhearing. Mm. And and let's be honest, you and I have been those people in public where we've heard people talking. Yeah, but isn't I, there uh, the Instagram account overheard in LA? Overheard in LA, overheard <laughs> in New York, overheard in San Fran, for sure, for sure, for sure. But like, don't you love that? So. So if you're having like a wild conversation on the phone and somebody overhears you, you're like making their day. You know what I mean? I don't. (laughs) I don't know what you mean. Maybe that's the Enneagram 4 talking. Well, because like, you know, when you hear someone and like clearly they're like in a big disagreement on the phone, don't you just love that you get to listen? The drama? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I guess there's a little bit of thrill to the drama. Um, overhearing overhearing a co- uh, a juicy conversation yeah i i love it i'm like <laughs> go on keep going you know the only thing is i wish i could hear the other side but mm-hmm. yeah okay but but julie back back to the point at hand so you never like if you have to make a phone call you never feel anxious about making the phone call no i do i have oh, okay yeah i I do. It depends on who who it is that I'm calling. You know, um, there was a there was one time I had to. <clears throat> I was having a little bit of a disagreement with somebody who was going to hire me for a gig, and uh, we were texting back and forth, and the texting got messed up and weird, and so I just picked up the phone and I called her, <laughs> and uh, and I knew that she was around her phone because we li- had literally just been texting, and. I called her and explained where I was coming from and what I was able to commit to and that if that was not going to work for her that was fine and I didn't need to to be the person for her gig. Mm-hmm. Um and that I wanted to just call and explain that and talk through it because I feel like felt like we were having some miscommunication and misunderstanding. She never called me back. 
she texted me. She said, got it. This is not your cup of tea. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, great. And I, and, and I mean, I was, I was nervous to call her, but I was like, you know what? This, we're, we're two adults. We're human beings. Like, let's just get on the phone and hash through this and figure out if this is the right move for either one of us, you know? Yeah. But uh, that, was the, that was a time where I got really anxious to call and got nervous to call because I was like, what do I say? How do I do this? But I was like, whatever. I can, I can have a conversation with her. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I, in that instance, she did not want a phone call, clearly. She couldn't handle the phone she confrontation. Yeah, she couldn't handle it. Well, it's interesting because I was talking to, like, for sure, when I feel like things feel weird, like via text or something, I want to pick up the phone because I think it's way easier to understand someone if you're if you're hearing their voice, their tone, like the way they respond. And I think it just naturally brings like it brings things down because it brings the human element back in kind of. Mm -hmm. But um, I was talking I was asking a bunch of my friends like you know, do you have a hard time talking on the phone? Uh, interestingly enough, everybody I know from the South does not. <laughs> if they're a millennial, they're like, I love talking on the phone. And you're like, <laughs> all right, you're from the South. Um, but I was talking to one of my friends and she was saying, because like one of the things I realized too is most of my anxiety comes pre-phone call. But once I'm on the phone call talking to someone, I feel fine. Like it, I'm like, Oh, this isn't so bad, you know? Sure. And she was saying the same thing. Like, like the anxiety comes before. And that's where I think to me, it, it feels like this very weird thing where I feel unprepared for a phone call. Like, um, just because I don't like kind of back to what I was saying earlier, like, I don't feel like I have a ton. (laughs) This sounds ridiculous. Okay. Uh, Whatever. I don't feel like I have a ton of experience on the phone. So Uh I always feel anxious about it because I'm like, am I going to be weird on the phone? Are they going to be weird? How am I going to get off the phone call if I need to leave? Um, (laughs) (laughs) How am I going to know what they're really thinking? Because I can't see their face, you know? Sure. But like, once I'm on it, I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. But it's like, I forget that every time. And then I, I feel a lot of anxiety beforehand. Interesting. It's weird. I, I know it's weird. I'm not yeah. lying. I know it's I, weird. I, I think that's just because I think you had a valid point in that fact that you just didn't grow up using the phone like we did. Yeah. But I mean, I think in general, like, I definitely agree, especially for work when people will are just emailing me and like, it's very complicated information. I get annoyed. Right. Yeah. I'm like, can we just talk to each other? There's a lot of back and forth that needs to happen here. It can happen very quickly if you just come right. talk to me, if you send me an email. And like sometimes emails can feel passive aggressive at work for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so so I, I really try to like talk myself into getting on the phone, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard. <laughs> um, my dad likes to talk to me on the phone, of course. Um, and, and I like talking to him on the phone. It's easier than texting for sure. But, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> one time he, he sent me a text message and was like, call me when you can, we need to talk. And I, I was like, I, I was like, dad, just so you know, the words we need to talk to a millennial <laughs> is like a freaking <laughs> death sentence. Like I immediately start panicking and my dad thinks it's hilarious because he's like, He's not thinking about it in the way, like in the context that I have, he's like, right. oh, I want to talk to you on the phone, you know? And right. I'm like, 
the amount of panic that just ran through my body reading those words was like unnecessary. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Dad. That is so funny. <laughs> so I guess I guess my point is, look, millennials. I'm a millennial. I get it, but sometimes the phone is more appropriate than texting or emailing. And once you're on the phone, you're always fine. Well, That's what I, I also, say. yeah, I also think it it's honestly com- about communication style. Like if you're in a relationship with somebody and you know that they prefer that, you can meet them in the middle and they can meet you in the middle. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you're a, if you're, if you prefer text, they can meet you halfway and you can meet them halfway. Uh, what does halfway look like to you in, in this scenario you've brought up? I'm assuming you mean they prefer phone call, you prefer texting. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's just being aware of of it's it's kind of like the love languages, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Being aware of how people communicate and what helps them feel connected and helps them understand mm-hmm. and what they're comfortable with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I used to definitely prefer texting and then my friend Casey loved talking on the phone and I would always be like, oh my God, why are you trying to call me? <laughs> like, just text me. But then I knew that it mattered to her, like that right. was important. So I would I would make an effort to call her. But now I, right. do, I do love talking to her on the phone, like way more yeah. than texting. So Yeah, see, it's just about compromise, figuring yeah. people out. All right, well, go right. up there and call someone today. If you have questions or topics you want us to cover, you can email us at hello at a little buzzedpodcast.com or check us out on Instagram at a little buzzed podcast. And if you want to contribute to us getting a little buzzed, visit our Patreon account, patreon.com slash a little buzzed.